0: Welcome to PACT, a podcast for you, me, and them. Today, we'll be focusing on health and nutrition, and our guest is Nancy LaCoy. She's been a photo editor for over 20 years, but is known to family and friends as the Healer Dealer. Her nickname derives from being the first person her people call when in need of recipes, vitamin supplements, alternative healers, physicians, and much more. She never set out to become that person, but through her own personal health experiences, she gained knowledge and wisdom that have helped hundreds. She's been a family friend forever, and the timing was perfect, as we are very lucky to have her here in Bali to join us today. Uh, there. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> so, um, first question. Um, when and why did you first become interested in health and well-being?
1: Um, I would say... That's a good... Actually, I'm not sure... I was never really sick as a kid, but I also just started thinking about feeling good in general, and I noticed when I ate well and I took care of myself, I kind of had good results, um, and I didn't like taking medication. Mm. So, like, I didn't like taking antibiotics. I didn't like taking any of that kind of stuff.
0: I know Western medicine.
1: <laughs> I didn't agree with it. I didn't, and it didn't make me feel good either, so... Um, I don't know. I just... And I think because I have such an interest in food and cooking, that that was a big part of what I was interested in is healthful cooking. Uh-huh. It like just might... That's what I yes, generally but, uh, like. So I ended up kind of... It just became natural because when I eat healthier, I feel better. So...
0: When did you start cooking?
1: Very young. Uh-huh. But I also... As a young girl, ate a lot of junk food. <laughs> but I learned to cook for my grandmother and my mother, and those sort of principles were always sort of in my life, and mm-hmm. I always knew that. But when I started living on my own and able to buy and cook my own food, I always chose healthy things. Um, and I also like to cook them sort of simply. Like I like elaborate things, but I always like to just... Like, if I cook for myself, it's really simple. It's like a big mess of greens and a sweet potato sometimes a small lean protein or something like that. Like That's my favorite kind of meal to cook for myself.
0: Totally. Um, What are your thoughts on Western medicine and kind of practices? Well, I feel like there's a lot of misdiagnosis
1: and I feel like a lot of times it's fairly hard to pinpoint what's wrong with people and there's a lot of autoimmune stuff that happens now. So I think in general, I mean, I've actually, I went to a dermatologist many years ago. I had this horrible skin rash. And I didn't know what it was from, but it was like head to toe. This is a great example to share because I went to the dermatologist and I said, you know, I'm I'm literally itching my skin off. It was really mm-hmm. painful and uh, it was kind of scary because it was just a very light rash all over, but it was very, very itchy. So she immediately said, I'll put you on prednisone and prednisone is a really strong steroid. And I said, but, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I, she said, well, why? I mean, this could last a week. And I said, I know, but I'm not... I go, what can you tell me about prednisone? And she proceeded to tell me how bad it was. And I said, so why would I say yes to that? And then she made this sort of crack about, oh, you're all into natural stuff. And I just thought, wow, you know, like just dismissive Mm. of me for wanting to go a different way. So I left her, I didn't like her, I left her office and I went to my doctor who is a, a certified herbalist. And he made a tea concoction for me And told me to get calendula, pure calendula, and it was gone in two days.
0: Wow! So that's awesome. (laughs) That's like those
1: are the kind of stories. Like I feel like I would rather treat it myself or prevent it myself than have a doctor be like immediately prescribe a pill, which or an ointment or a shot or something that just is sort of doesn't really attack what is really going on. It just helps you with the symptoms.
0: Sweet. Um. So, what would you say is the biggest mis- misconception for Western medicine? Like-
1: I just think it's very... It's, I think that everybody wants a quick fix, and I think that that's why people go... The, I'm going to go to a doctor, and it's also generational. I think that their parents went to a doctor, and when you're sick, you go to a doctor. And it's true. I'm not saying it's all bad, but I think a lot of times the dispensing of pharmaceutical drugs For just random reasons like they don't always need to give you antibiotics it's like this thing like well we're not sure what it is but in the meantime take an antibiotic yeah without like like for instance I had Lyme disease and one of the things that happens when you take heavy doses of antibiotics is that you no longer have any good gut flora probiotic in your system Hmm. so what a doctor should really tell you a Western doctor should say take this probiotic two hours away from the antibiotic so that it has a chance to replenish the good bacteria that you've stripped out with the antibiotic. So things like that, like they don't even... And so I mentioned it to a doctor once, and he Mm. said, oh, I didn't know that. And I just was so surprised by that. I go, you know, isn't it your job to kind of know? Like, so there's like this, they're just used to do it dispensing, and it's all caught up in the pharmaceutical industry Mm. and money and all this other stuff. So it's like, that's just my viewpoint. I know it's not everyone's, but... I just feel strongly that, like, that kind of common
0: knowledge should be known amongst doctors Yeah. To tell where, their patients. Uh, what was it? I, I was the doctor this summer, and my I, I got recommended to just kind of drink a lot of lemon water because it's something good with, like, the acidity. And um, the doctor was like, oh, no, 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 not, not, I don't know. I forget what she said, like, directly, but it was something along the lines of, like, she didn't even know that lemon yeah okay, it's acid, but it it helps alkaline. Like, yeah, alkaline. It's alkaline. Yeah. yeah. And like the doctor was like, no, 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 that's not. Uh, wouldn't be good for your stomach. That would mess it up even more. And then called my nutritionist. She's like, what is that doctor doing? Yeah, I
1: know it's, crazy. it's Just they they just stay along the lines that they were trained in, hmm. and you know. And I'm not saying all doctors like this. Others will venture out and learn about other different things, or keep up to date with the changes that are happening, and you know, new knowledge that comes in to support you know, different things that they have learned, but they don't seem interested in that. So I really, I rarely go, like I go for blood tests like once a year. Uh And then I'll sometimes, I just asked my last doctor last year when I did blood tests, if I could get a couple of other blood tests, she's like, why? You know, and it's just like, well, I want (laughs) to check other areas of my body. Like they, and it's just not that extensive Yeah, because a lot of times you can live with something that's really wrong with you and you don't know it's, you have mm. it like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, sometimes it's, they call them mystery il- illnesses and you can't really detect them early on. So the only way to detect anything early on is to do heavy testing, Search If they it. don't do it. Yeah. Search for it. And you don't even know what you're searching for. So I just, the, I err on the side of just like preventative always yeah. as much as I can, you know, Totally. so I don't have to deal with doctors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Western doctors. Um, on that line. So like what area of the world do you think handles health and medicine the best?
1: I think Scandinavia does a good job. I also love that they that you they take care of you. Like you can mm. go to a doctor and you have to pay. You're not you don't have that added stress of like, you know, having to pay all this money that we have to pay here.
0: Yeah.
1: I also think that they're much more advanced. I think they have a lot more of a, like a clean living lifestyle, Probably. which I think is kind of lacking here, the United 100%. States, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on like juice cleanses and fasting, and if there's a difference? Like- there's a big difference. Well, mm-hmm.
1: fasting, I think is I think it's good to give your system a break, and I'm I've done a lot of reading and am very interested in intermittent fasting, which is again they've been doing this for centuries. You know, different um, cultures have been doing this for centuries. So now it's a, kind of a craze, and there's an app and you know whatever mm, yeah. but the bottom line is I try to do like a 16-8 fast which is 16 hours of fasting and 8 hours of eating uh-huh. and you do that I try to time it so that I stop eating like around you know when I'm not traveling here in Bali but like yeah. when you <laughs> stop eating around 6 or 6.30 uh-huh. and then you count 16 hours from that time and that's when you can eat the next day and uh-huh. somebody who doesn't really like to eat breakfast doesn't like yeah. big breakfasts, um, that really works for me and it gives the system a chance to just you know have a rest yeah. because the digestive system's constantly going. So it's good in, so you can have like tea, herbal tea, you can have coffee with no sugar or milk and you can have water. Those are the mm-hmm. only three things you can really have when yeah. you're, when you're doing it. Juice cleanses again, I have a lot of friends we argue about this all the time. <laughs> they are produce, you know, you're cleansing and so for me as a I know my digestive system really well and I don't digest raw food very well. And so we had this big argument. My friends were like, well, juice isn't raw food. I'm like, it most certainly is. Just because it's in liquid form, your body still has to break everything that down that goes in it. So I ended up getting... I don't feel good when I do juices. Yeah. So I think it's, it's really... It just depends on your own constitution and your system, mm. whether it works for you or not. But I don't believe that that should be a replacement for food. I think yeah. the body's used to eating and chewing and all the things that go with that. But people get a little too caught up in this and it's, I think mostly they do it for like weight loss. I don't think that they really do it for deep down benefits. for health. Like you can have a juice here and there, but like, you know, I think in the Chinese culture, they always sip hot tea. You notice every time you go to a Chinese restaurant, there's hot tea. Mm-hmm. Cause they believe that you should sip something hot while you're eating because the warming food helps you digest. Huh. So like if you're eating something sense. cold, yeah, yeah you, you sip a little. So sometimes I do that. Like if I'm having a salad for lunch, I'll take a little hot lemon water, a little hot tea, herbal tea, and I'll just sip that while I eat it, Mm. just so I can bring that warming influence into a cold salad, because I can't digest raw food that well. It's really hard to digest, actually.
0: Yeah, no, I, mean, I think... Very difficult. Me as well. Like, my mom has always yeah. said, like, it seems like you don't really do well with raw food. Yeah. And I've slowly been noticing.
1: Yeah, and I just steam stuff lightly, and my trick is to always make a really good dipping sauce for steamed vegetables because uh, they're so boring. <laughs> so, like, I try to, like, do something with tahini or whatever just to, to make it taste it better. Yeah. But it's also... I just feel so much better. Yeah, I bet. When I, when I
0: eat that way. Just back on to not eating breakfast. Like, you know how uh. the kind of... Everybody in the world says breakfast is like the what is it most important meal of yeah. the day. Do you? What are your kind of thoughts? I feel on that?
1: like if I feel like two meals a day are enough. I don't. I'm not a big proponent of big meals at night mm. or like for dinner. Like I tend to like if I have like I usually like to have a big lunch. Oh. So like and if I do the intermittent fasting, I can eat around eleven. I can start that with like a small bowl of oatmeal or a piece of fruit, something like that, and then eat a big lunch, and then for dinner something pretty light. Because again, you know, if you keep feeding your body these three meals, like everybody says three meals, but Americans eat big meals. Like they're not like, I'm having like a little piece of protein, like, you know, like two inches big. They're, you know, it's a steak. It's like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's always big So portions. I feel
1: like your body needs that rest. It just, you know, it's constantly going, constantly digesting. So I like to give it a little bit of a break. So I try to stick to like not big meals at night. And I try not to ever eat after eight oh,
0: wow. on, my, on my normal yeah.
1: schedule. Because then my body has a rest for the yeah. rest of the night. You know? That's
0: awesome. I Try not remember. to snack
1: at night either. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> That's popcorn. so hard. Popcorn's hard yeah. not to eat. <laughs> um,
0: so, what are your thoughts on the
1: Paleo diet? I think it's got. I like the principles of the Paleo diet because I'm like um, food combining is important. I think, and I like that they have like the, the protein and vegetable combo for Paleo is I think a really good way to eat because your body digests that better because you're not combining it with too much starch. So they're not really big on starch, are they? Mm-mm. No, they're yeah, not like, I mean, I think some starch is good. Like I would eat, like, I love potatoes. So if I wanted to have like a big potato, I would eat that with like a big mess of greens or a salad or something that, but I wouldn't, I like, wouldn't have a protein with it.
0: Uh, because that's,
1: yeah, that, that food combining is either. really difficult. Uh, so it's like you can have a grain and vegetable or you can have a starch and vegetable, but you can't have a starch and a protein. Uh. Again, this is all about, like, digesting, which yeah. we're really hard on our bodies that way. Like, people don't realize all the stuff that goes on in digestion, I think. Yeah, you know a
0: no, I mean? f- 100%. Yeah. The more I start to dig in, it's like it's a whole other world. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also,
1: you just got to go easy on it, you know what I mean? And we also put so much crap in, and there's so much crap in food anyway yeah, that, like, hidden general. stuff. Yeah, Like, you know those emergencies, those little packets that people used to put in drinks, like, yeah, to get, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A loaded with sugar. Loaded. I stopped eating those. A long, I mean, taking those a long time ago because I love the replenishing aspect of it. But now I found one that's sugar free because there's it's loaded with sugar. Yeah, no, that's. F- and yogurt's loaded with sugar, even plain. Really? Yeah. If you like, look at the, the sugars yogurt? on the yeah, but if you well, look at the sugars on the side, you'll be surprised wow. because milk has a lot of natural sugar in it.
0: Hmm. So, so it just kind of all adds up with additive flavors, right? And kind of. Like- but I
1: think Siggi's is that Siggi's. I can't remember the Icelandic one has very low sugar.
0: Oh, Siggi's. Yeah, no, I, know. I like Siggi. It's good yeah i know i like that one it's that's the lowest one i think that has the lowest sugar oh, that's sweet so is that greek or is it like all that kind of vanilla no
1: it's even just plain like because oh. because milk itself has a lot of sugar in it yeah uh-huh. so but i just try to live you know i don't do a lot of yogurt but i i read the labels and now they have coconut yogurt which is really good
0: yeah uh, i like i like yeah, I it a lot. <laughs> it's good I know, it's delicious um, so why do you think the U.S. has such a big obesity problem?
1: Because I just think that they under, don't understand nutrition. I mean, I think also, and I think that what you said earlier, we were, you and I were talking about the, the, the people, the low-income families that don't have the money to buy, you know, that's why fast food is so important to them mm-hmm. because that's a meal they can afford and it's a meal they can get if they're working long hours to feed their family. But I think the U.S. has is completely negligent about... What they prepare and what they serve because they have every ability to make it healthy. Yeah. You know, like oh. people like McDonald's. I just there's no excuse. It's yeah, like
0: they do the cheapest. How the much cheapest. more money do you need
1: to make? Yeah. Like you can you can make this stuff healthier. You yeah. can make it more nutritious and more balanced. But I think a lot of it is that people just have poor eating habits. You know, mm-hmm. they just do. I mean, I have been all over the place in the U.S. and I visit families, and it's just you know you don't want to be rude, but you sit down to eat, and it's like you know enriched bread, milk heavy cheese, like stuff that is just your body is just struggling to digest as it is.
0: Yeah,
1: And, you know, vegetables are like, yeah, whatever, maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Sometimes like on the side. Yeah. Yeah, And I know it's
1: cultural and they, they grew up that way and they don't necessarily know. Like I know my friend grew up in the South and she just, you know, she has her favorite foods and none of them are healthy. Mm. And so she takes a lot of medication now and I'm like for cholesterol, for hypertension, for all this stuff. And I'm like, my God, all you have to do is change your diet.
0: And you wouldn't have to take all you this really crappy You really wouldn't. You really, you wouldn't.
1: You really can change. You can actually change your health entirely by your diet.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like that. 100%. Yeah.
1: You are what you eat.
0: There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that's it for today. I think oh. That was very good. Thank you was... for thank you for talking with me. Yeah, thank <laughs> you
1: for asking all sorts of really good and interesting questions. And preach to the world to stop eating like crappy food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome.